I clearly remember writing about how depression, grief, and stress affect your kidneys, but not about anxiety. As bear's pain worsens, there's a lot of that in my house recently. I don't understand why it's taking so long for his doctors to decide upon a treatment plan for him, but while they do I am one anxious person. I went directly to my old friend, the Mayo Clinic at https colon slash slash www.mayoclinic.org slash diseases conditions slash anxiety slash symptoms causes slash sig 20350961 for a set of anxiety symptoms. Common anxiety signs and symptoms include feeling nervous, restless or tense, having a sense of impending danger, panic or doom, having an increased heart rate, breathing rapidly, hyperventilation sweating, trembling, feeling weak or tired, trouble concentrating or thinking about anything other than the present worry, having trouble sleeping, experiencing gastrointestinal GI problems, having difficulty controlling worry, having the urge to avoid things that trigger anxiety. While I don't have all these symptoms, there are at least four or five of them I can identify with. Wait a minute. Maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree. Is my worry about bear's pain really causing anxiety? I popped over to Medical News Today at https colon slash slash www.medicalnewstoday.com slash articles slash 323456.php for some help in figuring out just what it is that causes anxiety. Environmental factors, elements in the environment around an individual can increase anxiety. Stress from a personal relationship, job, school, or financial predicament can contribute greatly to anxiety disorders. Even low oxygen levels in high-altitude areas can add to anxiety symptoms. Genetics, people who have family members with an anxiety disorder are more likely to have one themselves. Medical factors, other medical conditions can lead to an anxiety disorder, such as the side effects of medication, symptoms of a disease, or stress from a serious underlying medical condition that may not directly trigger the changes seen in anxiety disorder but might be causing significant lifestyle adjustments, pain, or restricted movement. Brain chemistry, stressful or traumatic experiences and genetic factors can alter brain structure and function to react more vigorously to triggers that would not previously have caused anxiety. Psychologists and neurologists define many anxiety and mood disorders as disruptions to hormones and electrical signals in the brain. Use of or withdrawal from an illicit substance, the stress of day-to-day living combined with any of the above might serve as key contributors to an anxiety disorder. There are items on this list which I hadn't considered before. Years ago, when I was teaching in an old vocational high school, a student holding one of those long, heavy, solid oak window poles to open very high windows quickly spun around to answer a question and accidentally hit me in the head with the pole. That was certainly traumatic and also one of the few times I've been hospitalized. We've pretty much figured out that there is an undiagnosed history of anxiety in the family. I'm referring to people from past generations who faced pogroms, the depression, and even having to give up babies for adoption since that's what was done with babies from unwed mothers in that generation. Could these folks have had anxiety disorders rather than environmental anxiety? Of course, we'll never really know since they are long gone from this earth, but it is a thought lightning bolt. I remember visiting my buddy and her mother in San Miguel de Allende in Mexico not long after my own mother died and being anxious. I attributed it to still being in mourning for my mother. San Miguel de Allende has an elevation of 7,000 feet. Was that one of those low oxygen levels and high altitude area? 
I didn't know, but Laura Anderson author of the Gunnison Country Times article on acclimate at https colon slash slash acclimate.com slash living at altitude the pros and cons of a high altitude lifestyle slash did. Lowlanders generally aren't affected by altitude until they reach 4,500 to 5,000 feet. But after that, the effects, sick, of altitude are compounded about every 1,000 feet, so the effects, sick, of going from 6,000 feet to 7,000 feet can feel the same as jumping from sea level to 4,500 feet. What in heaven's name is this doing to my kidneys, I wondered. I was surprised to find an answer. In reverse. Rather than anxiety causing a kidney problem, it seems that fear of kidney disease can cause anxiety, or at least that's what comclinic at https colon slash slash www.comclinic.com slash anxiety slash kidney problems claims. Be aware that they are a business and will try to sell to you if you go to their site. Extra urination anxiety can cause more frequent urination. When you experience anxiety, the part of your brain that controls the withholding urination slows down because anxiety requires resources to be sent to other parts of your brain. This can lead to concerns over your renal health, although nothing is wrong. Lower back pain Lower back pain is also very common with anxiety. Lower back pain comes from severe stress and tension, and yet it's associated with some conditions that affect the kidneys as well which can have many people worried about their kidney health. Life experiences anyone that suffers from anxiety and has had a friend or family member diagnosed with a terrible kidney condition is at risk for developing anxiety over the idea of poor kidneys. Anxiety can turn life experiences into very real concerns, and so kidney health concerns are one of the issues that can come up when you see it in others. Urine color Urine color is another issue that can cause anxiety. Many people check their urine color for diseases habitually, and every once in a while the color of a person's urine may be very different than what they expect. This can create concerns that the urine color changes are due to kidney problems. What I find interesting is that kidney disease can cause frequent urination too. Kidney disease may also cause lower back pain. If you know any CKD patients, you know we're always checking the color of our urine to make certain we're well enough hydrated. So it seems your fear of kidney disease may cause a symptom of kidney disease and or possibly diabetes. All I have to say to that is make sure you take the simple urine and blood test to determine if you do really have chronic kidney disease or diabetes. Until next week. Keep living your life.